Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hey everybody, this is Joriam, the Coffee Psychic, right here with your Psychic Connection at Blog Talk Radio. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to have a wonderful evening with our astrologer, Dave Gunning. He joins us once a month. And um, I, of course, have had some uh, family situations going on with a family member that was having surgery. So um, that was very interesting because when I was at the hospital, um, I had seen some shadows or what I would consider dead people right there in the room with me uh, and with my family member. I thought it was very, very interesting because this person also said that they were seeing somebody else there. So... Anyway, that's the one thing that had happened this week. It was very, um, there were separate spirits that were coming in and out. 
So, of course, you guys know me. Uh, my assumption is these were people that probably passed away while they're in the hospital and they were coming to visit. All right, well, we do have Dave on the other line right now. Tonight's topic, we were, I was talking to Dave um, this week, and I was asking him, astrologically speaking, about uh, Russia and the Ukraine, things like that. And did it like um, Dave can do an astrology chart of the United States? I was wondering if he could do it also of Russia and the trouble with the Ukraine. So we're going to have Dave come on, and we're going to ask Dave about that and see what that looks like. Dave, are you there? I'm here, Jorianne. I'm there, I'm here, I'm everywhere. <laughs> you are. That is true. You are everywhere, Dave. <laughs> so, you know, the sad situation with Ukraine and yeah. Russia, yeah. Uh, we were talking this week, and um, is it something with the United States um, doing an astrology chart for the United States, like you can do it for Russia, you can do it for the Ukraine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you take a look at that, or have you been able to, and what does that look like? I don't know the charts of Russia or the Ukraine, which is important to look at. Um, okay. I might be able to find that out somewhere, and I, and I didn't get the chance to even look at Putin's chart, but I've looked at uh, the chart of the United States several times, and mm-hmm. we used to study it in our meetings. And there's something going on right now that it's a little disturbing. Um, in what in, way? Well, in the chart of the U.S., there's a Neptune squaring Mars, okay? Okay. And Mars represents – I mean, you can look at that aspect in a number of different ways. But one of the things that I always felt was whenever the United States got into a war – by themselves, you know, they, they initiated it for good reason or good cause. It never went well. Now, I'll, I can point out, like, Vietnam, um, even Afghanistan, of course, and uh, the Korean War. We never really, those never really, um, the outcome of those wars were never really in favor of the United States. They were, I mean, they, the, the Korean War, they had to stop at a, at a I forget what parallel it was, but it never really was decided decisively for the United States, nor mm-hmm. was Vietnam. That was a train wreck of a war. We got out of there, and then 18, what, 20 years in Afghanistan, and we got out of there, and it was a pretty messed up pullout from that that war. And that's usually mm-hmm. what happens when you have Neptune square Mars. It's like you can start something that looks pretty good in the beginning, but over time, it fizzles out. It falls apart. That's the nature of okay. Neptune. And Neptune does not like to, it's not, it's all about spirituality with Neptune. And okay. when, it, when it squares Mars, Mars is very much about, among other things, warfare and scars and wounds and things like that. It also has mm-hmm. some, a lot of good things about Mars and, and Neptune, too. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not... Uh, uh, saying that there's not, but I'm just looking at the square here. Square between those two planets is not good. And mm. so it, we got involved, of course, in World War One and World War Two. But we were we were attacked in World War One. We, the Lusitania was sunk by the Germans. We got involved mm. in the uh, World War One because of that. And of course, as you know, we were bombed at Pearl Harbor by the Japs, yes. and we got into that the Second World War. But those were wars that we had a lot of countries 
that all came together on our side against the Axis forces. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if we were with, if we were in a war with other people and it was justified, we usually came out okay, and along with yeah. everybody else. Although I mean, there's countries that their economies were pretty much they were bad for the, the Great Britain's economy was bad for many years after that, but it's it's not, obviously it's not as bad as it was. But um, so right now, transiting Neptune is mm-hmm. in Pisces and it it opposes. Um, Neptune in Virgo in in the chart, <coughs> and a square is Mars, which is in Gemini. So okay. it's essentially forming a T square to the Neptune square in the natal chart, and that's not good because. Um, and I was talking to I have this group that I run over at the Theosophical Society uh, once a month. It's called the Stargazers, and um, we 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 always go out afterwards to eat. And we were sitting around the table, and I said, I brought up the subject of the um, the war in Ukraine, or not the war, it wasn't a war then, but, <coughs> excuse me, the, um, the the soldiers were at that point all around the border of, uh, of Ukraine, and it looked imminent that there was going to be a war, and they kept talking about it. And I said, guys, this looks like we could be dragged into another war some way, and most of the other people that I talked to about this, there's like six of us at the table, and some of them mm-hmm. are really reputable astrologers, and they pretty much said, well, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a war. I think that Putin is just, he's just uh, trying to saber-rattle, and there's not going to be any war to speak of. And, of course, now look at eight days into the invasion, <coughs> we have a war. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, what does this mean for the United States? What could it mean? Um, I just hope we don't get too more involved in this because we just got out of Afghanistan, you know. Yeah. And yes, yeah. it's good to we need to support the, uh, the Ukrainians. You know, we're obviously going to be shipping um, armaments over there, and other countries will as well. But mm-hmm. I just hope we don't get dragged into a ground warfare. I mean, that could be devastating. But uh, today, I well, heard. Do you remember, Dave? Um, yeah. The uh, the astrologer, the famous astrologer Nostradamus from years and years mm-hmm. and years ago, Yeah. one of the things that he said was, we will have a third world war that will be fought on our land, uh, mm-hmm. and it will be up against three great nations. And I, I thought, now I'd have to go back, and I didn't pull up all the information before I'm speaking it right now, but I thought it mentioned something like Russia or China. It, it, it was the inferences there. So, yeah. And the fact that Russia and China, and China are allies Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of makes me cringe a little, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very so, scary stuff. It is very scary stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's. Um, I hope it just doesn't escalate where to where we are pulled into it with ground forces. Um, I know this is not just us; it's the rest of the NATO nations are against mm-hmm. this war and against Putin. And Putin's yep. alone doing this. You know, it's his war. Even the Russians don't want to do this. The Russian people. And even the soldiers yeah. are reluctant to do this. This guy's crazy. He's he's just he's lost it. And I don't know what what's going to happen to him, um, to his oligarchs. I, I'm not sure, but we're just going to have to wait and see. In the meantime, I heard even uh, people from his office, you know, the, yeah. the uh, people in his office are dropping out. Yeah, because the, they don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, people in the Kremlin. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, 
I don't want to go any further than that because I just want to wait and see what happens. But in the meantime, I'm praying for the Ukrainian people. And there's not that much difference at all between the Ukrainians and the Russians. So, I mean, I don't know why they do this. And then I heard today, and this was very disturbing to me, I heard mm-hmm. that they were firing rockets at hospitals and schools. Yes. What, mm-hmm. what madman would do women, that? Women and children, yep. Yeah. Killing women and children. I thought war was about taking out the, the, the enemy's military and their military installations and possibly, you know, nuclear warheads wherever they're located, things like that. But not schools and hospitals. I mean, mm-hmm. these people are, are sick in the hospital. Some of them probably already there from the war. And they're trying to get well. And then there's children in these schools and women and children and sick people, and he's bombing them. What is that? It's just going to make them fight even harder, not not give in, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's really very, disturbing. Very scary stuff that's going on. Yeah. It is. Very, very scary, frightening uh, what this yeah. man has decided to do. I never liked him in the first place for things in the past because he used to kill um, people in the press who were, were against him and writers, wow. things like that. And he just take, kills them or sends them off to Siberia, I guess. I don't know. We never saw them again after that. You know, so he's, wow. he's very sinister. And mm-hmm. um, well, anyways, I don't want to go too far into it, um, but we'll just have to see well, what happens. So let me go with another question then, Dave. So um, I don't know because I don't know, like the United States, we could tell on their chart because we knew at the time and the date that uh, the United States was kind of born, so to speak. And mm-hmm. and I think that's how you uh, go about doing a chart. But what about the Ukraine? Was that once, yep. I, I thought somebody said that was once a part of Russia. I thought I heard it that recently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, can you do a chart on the Ukraine just to see uh, what it looks like, like how the end result will be for them? Or can you can you predict what the end result might be? I I don't have the chart of Ukraine. I am sure there is one out there. Um, when they form their uh, government or parliament or whatever it was, would probably be the date it should you look for for the beginning of their nation. Um, okay. I, I don't have any of that information. Um, I'm not even sure if we know when their government was formed. I'm sure somebody does here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure there, I'm sure there's a chart out there somewhere, okay. but I haven't uh, I haven't looked for it. But yeah, you really should look at the chart of Ukraine, and especially look at the chart of uh, Putin too. You know, and I did yeah. we did yeah. um, in our group we did look at Putin's chart. This was years ago though, and I haven't looked at it recently. I have didn't get a chance to look at it today, but uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, it's one of the things I'm gonna. I think for the next our next meeting. In uh, at the Theosophical Society here in Wheaton, I am going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to look for a chart of Ukraine. I'm certainly going to bring out the chart of Putin. I know I have that somewhere, mm-hmm. and we're going to study these at the meeting because it 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 really does um, need to be looked at. See what's happening, what's going on there. And Dave, the meeting that you have over at the Theosophical Society, can other people mm-hmm. in our listening audience join you there? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's open to the public. Um, okay, and they can get on the Theosophical Society's uh, website? And how yeah, can they yeah. contact you? 
Uh, well, they, they can contact me through my best way is through my email address, astro, A-S-T-R-O, gunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, one word, astrogunning at sbcglobal.net. And if they want to get more involved with the Theosophical Society and know what, there's all kinds of events going on there, all they would have to do is Google Theosophical Society in Wheaton. Because uh, Theosophical Society, the, the main headquarters is in, I think it's Madras, India. But okay. we're, the, we're the capital of the Theosophical Society here in the United States. And oh, the Theosophical, yeah, Theosophical Society is basically a society that um, researches philosophies, different religions, metaphysics, any and all those things, and then some. And it's open... Oh to the public. They have a huge library there. It is unbelievable. They have a classroom. Wow. That's where we do our meetings. Uh, and then there's a major bookstore there as well. Uh, the Quest Bookstore is owned and operated by the Theosophical Society. And I was introduced to that place in 1972, and I've been in love with that place ever since. It's one of the reasons wow. why we moved out here to Wheaton, too, because we, I wanted to wow. be closer to the society. But, yeah, they can just, Beautiful. you know, Google Theosophical Society in Wheaton, and they'll give you all the information. They have a website, and you can join. You can join the library or join and become a uh, part of the Theosophical Society. They even have people that live there uh, who are, you know, dedicated to theosophy. Uh, it basically wow. Yeah, it basically encourages all people to look into all these matters that are more that are, you know, otherworldly, you know, uh, spiritual, uh, metaphysical, occult, all those things is where what the center is all about. I'm sorry, the society is all about. Okay. So, uh, you know, you can uh, do all those things. So I would, in fact, if you visit there, you'd probably be blown away by the place because it's really, really, really interesting. I've been there. Yes, I've yeah. been there. Beautiful. Yep. All right. Well, are you, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to have to mention one more thing that somebody said. They were talking, I thought I heard them on the radio uh, earlier, and they were talking about um, being Catholic and they were in mass, and somebody had relayed a story about the people in the Ukraine saying that uh, during the mass the priest had said um, that you may as well take a piece of a brick of your church and bury it in your backyard mm. as a remembrance of of that at that time they had a freedom of religion. Okay. And if they are taken over by Russia, that's going to be gone. Yeah, I'm afraid that um I mean they the Russians have the advantage. I mean they're right there. They're on their borders. Yeah. The last I heard they had like what 150,000 men on their borders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ukrainians, as, as strong-willed and as good the fighters that they have and the equipment that they're going to get, I don't think they can fight uh, and defeat the uh, Russians. Uh, mm-hmm. And, again, I don't. the only way would be if this guy just stopped what he was doing, or if he didn't, uh, there may be ground troops, but I hope it's not us, you know. I hope somebody else will take the lead this time and defend that, that we – shouldn't defend them we should but not i just you know we just got out of afghanistan i mean are we going to go right back into another war i mean again you know i don't know, I don't know. 
there's, there's arguments on both sides, and I don't know what the answer is to that. I really Definitely. don't. Yeah. So a lot of prayers for all of us and yeah. the listening audience. And we don't even have to ask. You guys already know. It's probably every single person's got the Ukraine in their, you know, on their uh, mind and in their heart right now, and sending prayers for yep. the people. So, and we just especially the people that, that are, are evacuating the country, and that they they're homeless, and they they're going into Poland, and what are they going to do with all these people? It's just really sad what this guy has done yeah. to this little country. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. All right. All right, well, are you ready to um, be with some of our our listeners? And, again, you guys know sure. that when Dave is on, what we need from you is we need your first name, we need uh, where you're calling from, are you calling from Arizona, and your birth date, and then ask Dave a question. And I just want to remind everyone, we do have a lot of callers calling in tonight, so, um, Dave, this is just a little taste. Dave is going to take your question. He's going to give you some information we really want to sure. honor each and every one that's called in tonight so they can get their answer, uh, their questions answered as well. All right, so let's see who we have first online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Melvin. I'm calling from Georgia. Hey, Melvin. Welcome to the show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all for having birthday? me. Birthday? Yes. Uh, birthday? My question is, Oh, I'm sorry. September the 10th, 1960. You said September. September, September 7th? Yes, sir. 10th? Okay. 10th. Okay. Okay. You're Virgo. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. You're about a 20-degree Virgo somewhere. Do you know your chart, sir? No, sir. Okay. Um, what is your question, please? Uh, I was uh, told I had to move. uh by the 18th of next month because mm-hmm. I reported mold, mold in my apartment. So I have, uh, a, I'm trying to get up, uh, I have an attorney, I talked to an attorney today, and I just want to see that, um, will I be able, how will I come out? Will I be able to sue the landlord? Because that's what I'm, uh, the owner, that's what I'm pressing for. Is when people are here to check the mold and tuck pictures and, and all of that, but I got to get a doctor to sign off saying it's, it's mold. I'm, you know, I have uh, health issues with mold. But how would this oh, okay. case come out? Okay. Uh, well, um, one thing, it, there isn't any planets right now in the sign of Cancer, but there is some planets that are opposing your your Cancer sun sign, and that's Pluto, and which is at 27 Capricorn, which I think has already passed. Um, Opposing your uh, sun sign, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried about that at all so much. And then Mars, same place, 27 degrees of Capricorn. In fact, Saturn, and Mars, and Pluto are, are conjuncting today, and that's has a lot to do with warfare, by the way. And Venus is right there too, and they're all they're all at 27 degrees. This is really interesting. We're on the third of March. And three planets are in Capricorn, and they're all conjunct in the same degree. That's unusual. Uh, no. I'm glad these planets are off of that. Uh, Capricorn is being sextiled by Saturn right now in your chart, um, or semi-sextiling, not se- not sextiling. And the same with Mercury. Um, I think this is probably going to go on for a while with you, but I think eventually 
you'll be able to get what you want out of this. I don't see it right now, though. Jorianne, you want to jump in on that one? Okay. Sure. Uh, uh, Melvin, did they ask you to leave already? Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, he, they, she gave me a 60-day uh, notice they're not going to re, uh, renew my lease, but I did not even have a lease for this year last year because I was in the hospital sick. So um, I got into the 18th of next month to move. But to, uh, tomorrow uh, this at another apartment complex, very, very nice. This young lady is going to help me move in a, a one-bedroom apartment. Yes, yes, so because I'll tell you why. I, I see you moving uh, from there, Melvin, and uh, it's going to be way better for your health. That's what I wanted to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Because my attorney actually, told me it would be I, good. I was just going to add, can I just add one thing? Uh, Jupiter and is going to be at 21 degrees Pisces, and Neptune's at 23 degrees Pisces, and they're both conjuncting in the heavens, which is a good that is a very good conjunction I believe and they're sextiling your son so I think things will lighten up at least for you by by the first part of April mm-hmm. and maybe yeah, by the 18th him. things will work out for you I don't know for sure though yeah I think so I think so and as far as as far as the lawsuit goes I'm not 100% on that uh, sure on that one uh, Melvin I would definitely pursue it but um, I do see you leaving there and moving into a new location, which is going to be better for your health. Please let us know what happens, and uh, God bless you. All right, so let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi there. Can you hear me? Maybe they just want to listen in. Yeah, some people just like to listen, so don't worry about it, you guys. If you want to listen, um, you know, just you can just go ahead and, um, and you don't have to answer it when I when I um, ask who you are. You can just listen in. Uh, Jory, let me say something here. Um, I think right now, I just want to add this to uh, our conversation earlier. You know, we've been okay. through COVID, and it's, it just doesn't seem to want to go away. You know, it keeps morphing into other you know, Delta and then Omicron, and that who knows how long this virus is going to be with us. And you add that to what's going on in the, in the Ukraine, and people are just, they're kind of freaking out. They're kind of afraid. I get that feeling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they're not directly involved with the Ukraine, or maybe they've, they uh, have been vaccinated and boosted and they, they feel safe against the virus, and that's a good thing. I think everybody should. That's my belief, but um, I still think, though, that people are just a little bit afraid, maybe um, freaking out a little bit. What do, you, what do you pick up on that as far as the psyche of this country? I can't speak for other countries, but for our country here. I, I just think, Dave, that we've gone through some unexpected um, – Calamities. Uh, I don't know. Again, you were looking at the chart. I don't know if you were able to see this. I knew something bad was coming, but I didn't see that it was a pandemic. Although the last couple of years, I had predicted something coming, something happening um, with 
germ warfare or something with a new germ or something, something happening. I know I said that a couple yeah. years ago because it's in my yeah. predictions. But um, who would have thought that we're going to live through a pandemic? And then I had said how lucky, and I said this long, for a long time, how lucky we have been that, sadly to say, all these other countries have had their little wars and stuff. The United States has been pretty firm. Um, but, again, you know, since World War World War One, World War Two, and then we went through this really great peaceful period. Uh, of course, like you said, we were helping other countries with the different wars that they were having. Mm-hmm. But we've been really lucky not to have anything really impacting us in a huge way on right. our land. And right. now something is brewing here. Something is coming up. And um, yeah. and I think people just need to be aware. Keep a positive mental attitude. You know, you know, visualize healing for our planet and and stuff like that. I think that's really important. And I know that there's a reason that we're going through everything we're going through, but mm-hmm. still to keep a positive attitude and um, and visualize all good things coming, even though we're going to go through some rough times, I believe. Yeah, and I think, too, um, something we haven't mentioned is that um, there's been talk, and I hope this never occurs, about a civil war in this country, uh, the far right against the far left and, Hopefully that's not going to involve a lot of people, but that's that's a little bit conf- uh, uh, scary too. I'm not. I, I I watch the news. I I believe that the news tells it correctly. It's just my my um, belief. But I uh, at the same time, I feel like praying and I feel like you know, putting this country around light around it. I, we just need to work together and, you know, just get along, you know, and that's something we need to do even now in this country after all these years, you know, after the Civil War and all that. It feels like something like that could be coming up. I hope not. I hope not. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't I'm not buying into it, but I, I'm at the same time, you got to be aware of what's going on, you know. I don't, I don't believe that we know a lot of what's going on that's behind the closed doors. Yeah. And sometimes right. there are some things that happen. The right hand does not know what the left hand is doing. And, um, again, just to keep visualizing all good things coming and um, and taking care of each other. Sometimes right. when these calamities happen, people really do pull together to take care of each other. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's good. All right. So how about we go ahead and take another caller? As a matter of okay. fact, I know that – let me see. Where do we have – Let's let's go to. Uh, we have somebody here that we both know. Hello, caller. Is this Carol? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, Carol. We hi. Can. How you doing? Hi. Carol. Hey, hi, guys. Hey, Carol. Hey. Yeah. How you doing? Hi, Dorian. I'm I'm a, I'm good. I'm sitting outside. Okay. Hi. Hi. That's nice. I, I envy you. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I'm crazy for wanting to come back, right? Um, right. Yeah, I know. So here's my question. I don't want to um, hold up other people. Um, because, you know, I'm thinking of moving back, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to, and I actually have a buyer for my house. Uh, but the Yeah, I know. The issue is finding a place back home. Mm-hmm. So... 
I, I, you know, I don't want to sell until I have a place to live. So my question is. Well, wait a minute. Before you go on, is, yeah. could you get into an apartment back here and then look? Oh, I know. Well, apartment yeah, living know. is not the same. No, but it wouldn't I don't be forever. Really want, I mean, you know. I, I know. I don't really want to. Um, I'd like to be able to buy something around the same neighborhood, the western suburbs that I lived in before, yeah. or close by. Um, I'd like a townhouse. I would do a single-family house. Um, the, the people that came to my house, and to me this had to be a sign from the universe because I was pulling out of my garage, and they were walking up to my house saying, we heard you're thinking of selling. I let them come wow. inside and look at it, and they're like, we want to buy it. Oh, and, wow. I know. How great is that? But then yeah. I don't have anywhere to go. And, I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not moving, you know, from Downers Grove to Westmont. I'm moving from Arizona back to Illinois. So there's yeah. a lot of things that I have in motion that are all good. The, the big nut that I, that to crack is the inventory is just so low or so the houses are so awful um, you know, and it's it's hard to do. And I, I there's one in Lamont that I had a friend of mine look at today, along with my realtor, and it's pretty nice. And I was going to fly in to see it, but then I found that it's in the middle, and I don't really want that. You know, where you have somebody on both sides of you. So my oh, okay. I, my question is kind of um, it's probably like a a double question, but. Can you tell, and Jorianne, this might be something, you know, more on your end, I don't know. Um, Timeline-wise, do I, do I sell while I don't have anything, or do I just wait and let things pan out as the universe sees it, or, uh, or do I stay? So I'm kind of like all over the place here, but any help is appreciated. But do you have a real I, I just want to say right one now? thing, Carol. Do you happen to have... Yeah. I see you moving here. You're going to be here by September. That's what it looks like to me or probably beforehand. And you already have a buyer, and they're probably, you want to make sure you can kind of talk to them and see if they'll wait this out with you because they really want your house. Like how long will they give you? But I know you're going to be here by September, but I'm not sure what property you're going to get, like if you're going to get something locked down right away. Yeah. Is it still still a buyer's market right now? Does anybody know? Oh, no, out here it's a seller's market because seller's market. That's, that's, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's one sellers. of the reasons why they want to buy it because where yeah. I live it it is nice, but it would take a year for mm-hmm. them to get it. And where they live in Arizona, and they could sell their house in a day, so wow. that's not a problem. The problem is with interest rates going up, and they want to secure it. And I'm like, well, I I, I can't. You know, yeah. um, it's it's nice to not have to have a realtor sell my house because I get much more of a profit. Um, so anyway, so my question was just about moving. So it looks I, like we, for I've, sure. I've done your I've I've done I've done your yep. chart as you know many times. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm just I don't have it with me obviously, but do you remember? I think your IC, the fourth house cusp is uh, Gemini, isn't it? Oh, I don't have it in front of me either, Dave. Okay, I think it's Gemini, though, because there are Pisces rising. And yeah, I am. When all these planets start to go into Aquarius, like Venus is going right. to go into, uh-huh. Venus is yeah. in Aquarius, or will be, and then Mars is going to be in Aquarius. Yeah. Saturn is already in Aquarius. 
I mean, they're going to be training your planets uh, in in Gemini down there, so that looks good. Uh, it's, it's your, I know your midheaven is. I believe it has to be obviously if Gemini's down there, Sagittarius at the top of your chart. So mm-hmm. that and those planets are going to sextile your sun. So without even knowing your chart. Uh, I should know it by heart. I mean, I've done it a number of times, but <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't have the I can I can picture it, but That's I don't have right. I don't have the exact chart in front of me, so I don't know. But I think I agree with Joanne on this one. I think you are going to come back. Everything's going to be fine. Um, if it were me, I would probably. I mean, I know you hate apartments. I do too. But you'd have if you bought an apartment for a short lease, if, you, if that's possible. I don't even know. But uh, you'd have the time to look around as much as you can here. It's hard to do it out there, though, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you had that the time hard. to do it here, you would buy. You could see and find something that you like, and then move into it. But that's just me. I, think, I mean, I, I don't. Think Carol, that's, yeah. You can do whatever you want, Carol. I mean, it's your, it's your, it's your choice. It's your, it's your uh, move to do this, but. Um, you know, it's just something that uh, I know somebody I know just moved from here to North Carolina, and she's living in an apartment right now, and she's looking into a mortgage with her husband to buy, to buy there. So for now, she says it's okay, and, you know, they're, they're looking in the meantime. And sometimes you have to do that, too. So, right. Carol, we're going to uh, bid you adieu. We're going to move on to our next caller here, and uh, we know that we'll be talking to you soon, Carol, so good luck with that decision. She okay. has such a good chart that I don't see any problems there. I really don't. Good. I'd better start so You know, many again, times. Dave, I just want to mention to a lot of our listeners that people, you know, like I've known you 20 years. I've had many charts done by you. Carol's had many charts done by you. You guys, it's always great to get your chart done by Dave. I was just telling one of my other uh, clients um, this morning about you, Dave, and about getting a chart done with you. So, mm-hmm. um a lot of people like to come back once a year, get an updated chart. If you guys are getting married, Dave can do a, a partnership chart with you and your spouse. You know, when does it Correct. look like the best time, the best date for your wedding? If you're going into business, Dave can tell tell you um, with a business chart what's the best time to open up your store. So, so right. Dave, for all this, how can people contact you again? Well, they just would just email me, astro, A-S-T-R-O, Gunning, the last name, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, at sbcglobal.net. And then I can, we can talk, we can get all the information, go back and forth. And then I do readings, if somebody's out of state, I do readings on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I, or I'll do, uh, I just did a reading the other day, she didn't have the, uh, um, I don't think she has a computer right now, or it's down and not working. And we did a reading on the phone. That went well. Mm-hmm. So I do readings either in person, on the phone, on Zoom, uh, whatever mm-hmm. the person prefers and what their capabilities are. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Maria. How are you? Hey, Rosemaria. Good, good. Where are you calling from? Uh, New Jersey. Okay. okay, and your birth date? Uh, 12-31-74. So you're a Capricorn. Right. You're about a 10-degree Capricorn. Okay, and your question? Uh, we talked about uh, 
last time, like the legal stuff and all that, uh, I got some advice, so I'm not sure if it's going to go my way or just let it go because I can't get no information what I need to look for for some reason. What What is this concern about your... Um, just about moving? Relationship. Or? Oh, relationship. Yeah, for moving okay. and um, get situated. I'm not sure if I'm going to stay here in the U.S. or go back home to a different country. Which, uh, okay, back home, does that mean that your, your home is not here in the United States? Uh, I live both countries. I go in and out, if that makes okay. sense. So you're mm-hmm. looking to, what, what is your question exactly? You're looking to stay, go? What, what, in this uh, if I'm staying here in the U.S. or I'm going back to Italy. Well, I don't see, I don't see anything that would prevent you from going back. I mean, um, you know, in that case, in the case, what you're asking me for is something I have to look at the entire chart, uh, not just your sun sign. Right now, we don't have enough time to do it, a whole chart, but we do the sun sign. Uh, but I would need to look at your entire chart to know exactly when would be a good time for you to to move. Your Capricorn, uh, Uranus is probably trining your sun right now, and that's good, and that's all this month. So um, you could that, – that aspect can get you out of where you're at, move or, or go away – get away from this – relationship if you wish so right now things don't look too bad but i mean uh, looking at your entire chart i would be able to tell you when's the best time to for you to break up or stay with the person or move yeah he's over there and then the other country oh oh nice okay so you're thinking of moving in with him is that it yeah it's our both of our houses okay and nice. That's a woman that's to do here, boy. You're pulled in two. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's going to work out, if I'm going to move there, if he's going to bring me home, if that makes sense. Uh, well, it, I, how are you doing job-wise? Let me ask you that. It ties into this. We also have a business there, so he's not giving me my share and all that stuff. So. Oh, Okay. What is your feeling that you want to get out of this whole thing, the business and the relationship all together, or you want to stay? What do you want? I want to go back with them, so. With him? And get paid. Yeah. Uh, it. But it's your, I, I'm, I'm hint, uh, it sounds like you want to go back just to get the money that you deserve, right? Or is it more than that? Is it romantic or? More than that, because I know he wants me, and I know he's looking for me, so he's not communicating with me. So it's my house and the business and everything else. Do you want to get back romantically with him? Um, yeah, I don't mind that. Okay, cool. well, all this month you got Uranus training your son, and your son signs around because you're, you're right at the uh, end of the month, and so you just had 10 degrees, and you're about a 10 degree of... Capricorn and Uranus is at 11 degrees Taurus, so you're you got Uranus training your son all this month. In fact, it was training last month too. So, and that's going to come back retrograde at some point too. So, it'll come back, or maybe not. I don't know. I have to look ahead. But yeah, right now it's just whatever you decide to do. I think at least with Uranus, it looks good, and I don't see any other planet um, blocking you here. 
blocking you, blocking you from doing what you want to do. So good. Uh, yeah. So whatever you want to so do. Listen to your intuition. That's what I would do. Yes, listen to your intuition, Rosemary. Yeah. Yeah. All the right. answer is within you, Rosemary. The answer is in within yeah. you. Totally. Totally. All right. We're going to move on to the next caller. Uh, hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi. Um, my name is Patricia. I'm going to take you off speakerphone. Let me see. Okay. Hi, my name is Patricia. Thank you for taking my call. I'm calling from Alabama. How are you okay. both? Hi. Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Is this your you. first time on the show? Um, it's not. Um, it's not my first time. Um, I enjoy the show, uh, and thank you for the show. Um, You're welcome. Um, I would like. I like to. Say the last time I was on the show, and I, I think it was before the year turn, um, Joanne, you had told me about an ex that you saw um, um, trying to reach out and come back. And you know what? Back in January, that ex showed up with a note um, that he placed on my car. And hmm. uh, when I got home about seven hours later, I saw that note. Uh, and he was explaining that he wanted to talk to me in person. I uh, gave him some choice word about showing up on my property uninvited. Um, I remember. And I heard from him in, yeah, in two years. So, <laughs> yeah, he showed up. And, um, yeah, I kind of showed out. So that's when the end of that. When is your birthday? Uh, yeah. Uh, my birthday is um, 2 6 so February sixth. Yeah. Sixteen. Okay. Well, Saturn's right on your uh, sun sign. Uh, that's why he's back in your life. Um, well, he's. Oh, okay. Right there. Trying to come back. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to come back. Right. Um, do you feel mm-hmm. like he's stalking you? Yeah. You know, I told him um, in a text that um, I was going to the law. I was going to because uh, I felt like his. Harassment. He sent me a lot of emails. Uh, well, sorry, texts. Matter of fact, he he texted me on that morning that he showed up, uh, and then left that note. So I did tell him I was going to file charges on him. So I do almost feel like it's some sort of harassment. I almost felt like a week after that uh, that he may have been following me. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure if it was him. Let me let me tell you this. Um, you're sixteen, about a sixteen degree Aquarius, and Uranus. I'm sorry, Saturn is going to be. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, Uranus will be at sixteen degrees Taurus in June, so it's going to be squaring your sun. So you may you may uh, take some drastic action. Or you may just do something out of the ordinary, something bold and assertive, which doesn't really, you know, doesn't necessarily fit your personality, something you're doing out of character. But for whatever reason, and I'm not sure why, um, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of disruption in your life in June. Now, it may be what you, I'm not saying it's bad. I shouldn't have said disruption. But it, it may be that you're going through a time where you're going to, and that may be coming in uh, into your life around June. Uh, you're coming into a, a, a cycle where uh, Uranus is basically because it's squaring your sun. 
It's basically saying, I want to do something different. I want to go in a new direction. Um, I don't want the old. I want the new. And you may find yourself uh, totally, you know, making a 90-degree turn or whatever and going in another direction for, uh, again, where and why, I don't know. But it's just, that's what it feels like. And that's not in, until um, June, May and June. Um, well, well, I hope it's um, a good thing because I'm, I'm now, um, <laughs> right before you picked up the call, I'm trying to secure um, a, a condo on the beach for me and my family. So hopefully sure. it's not uh, going to interrupt <laughs> Well, that doesn't mean wanna, you can't. That, that's just, I don't. I don't want to. I, I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying that um, it's going to be bad, but it's just something that you feel you need to do because nothing else is working or whatever. I'm not even sure if that's the case. Mm. But you're. You may want to break up th- with this guy with being under that aspect, your score son. But I don't know if you will or not. That's just. That's really up to you. I don't make predictions as such. I talk about possibilities. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you got so you got a major aspect coming up in June, so and that well, what, Patricia, what are you let doing? Let us know what happens. Yeah, but what, what, one more question: What are you doing for a job or, or your living? Um, okay, go I'm ahead, Patricia. Actually, thank you. I'm actually actually um, right now um, taking care of a family member. Uh, he's a vet, veteran, and so the VA is paying. He had a he had an oh. amputation here back in um, September of last year. Uh, so that's what I'm doing right now. And you're getting paid for that? Yes. Good, Care okay. Giving. Yeah, that's very good. Excellent. Good karma. That's really good karma. Yeah, and thanks Thank for doing you. that, Patricia. Yep. Yeah, that Thank is a you. wise, smart thing. We've got to keep that, our that, families that. together, boy. Man, when you, do something to. when you do something as good as that, uh, there are good things coming around the corner. Yeah, and oh, your energy you. is fantastic, anyway, Patricia. We probably—I probably said that to you before, anyway. You have. So, thank I you. Yeah. Many You'll blessings. I love you both. You have. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, thank you. Honey. Good luck with that, but you'll be fine. God bless. Thank All you. Right. God bless. All right. Good luck, Patricia. All right. Let's see who we have next online. And you guys know we love you guys. So, just just um, go ahead. Give us your your uh, first name, where you're calling from and your birthday, and this way we're going to reach out this week to our wonderful astrologer, Dave Gunning, and Dave's going to give you an answer according to the stars. So, hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Oh, thank you. This is Karen in New York. That's your name. Um, calling, Karen. Thank you, yeah. Karen, so what is your birthday? Lot, uh, uh, 32950. Okay. I know a chart, I could tell you. Aries, Aquarius rising, Moon and Leo. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just, just looking right now at the sun sign. Uh, and yeah. you're March 29th, you're in Aries. You're, I think I want to say around an 8 degree Aquarius. Something like that. Do you know your chart? <clears throat> Well, I know the rising sign is Aquarius. I'm not aware of the degrees. Uh, you're not aware of the sun sign degree? Oh, the sun sign degree. It's Aries. Yeah, I know, yeah, but it's, that's the sign. That'd but what, be you know what, seven or eight. It's funny, what? I'm sorry. Wouldn't that be seven or eight because it's the 29th? Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what it is. I was just wondering if if you could tell me exactly what it was, but you probably don't even have your chart in front of you. Okay, never not. That's okay. No, that's so what, what it is. is. What is your question, ma'am? Okay. Um, do you see me meeting anybody special? Special friend, male or female? Wow. That's, coming up? That's, okay. Uh, I'm looking for something that's in fire. Uh, <laughs> while I'm looking, Jerry Ann, why don't you give this lady your rundown on that? I have to look through the ephemeris here. Okay. So, Karen, um, do you have a tendency of trying to not necessarily be a hermit on purpose, but you sometimes enjoy your own company or you just kind of like hang out by yourself for a while? Yeah, well, I don't really have many friends at the moment, and I've been losing them one by one, the ones I've had. I hate when that happens. Right. Or finding out their true colors and realizing they're not really a friend. Um, right on. Yeah, and so there's been, like, nothing to do. You know, okay. I do spend a lot of time alone, but, I mean, more so than ever these past couple of years. There's really no place to go, nothing to do. All I do is when I need to get supplies, food or supplies, right pretty much. Yeah. Let me let me. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to finish this real quick. Karen, I see yeah. somebody with you, a uh, little older fellow, a nice guy. I don't want to say completely quiet, a little, you know, kind of fun, uh, but I do see you partnered up with somebody. I don't think it's going to be a marriage, but I do think it's going to be a, a very good friendship, partnership. Uh, how soon yeah, this that... person's coming, I'm not 100% sure, but I do see you with somebody. Okay, go ahead, Dave. Thank you. Um, yes, I was looking ahead in the ephemeris, and I found something. Um, in July and August, uh, Jupiter, which is the, we call that the great benefic in astrology, it's probably the most giving of all the planets, um, it's going to be at 8 degrees, 7, 8 degrees, and it's going to come back retrograde in, in August and still be there, 7, 8 degrees, and that should be right on your sun sign, uh, Jupiter conjunct your sun, and that's always, you cannot go wrong with that aspect, that's really one of the most beneficial aspects you can have it's possible that you could meet somebody then i'm not saying you will i don't because i don't predict outcomes but i talk about possibilities uh it's also good for people who are looking for a job or new employment or something so that's it's good it can be used in any area of your life and benefit you um Mm -hmm. so i would say that things look better for you in the summertime, July or August, but at the same time, and the conjunctions are very strong, so that it kind of strongly impels a person, not compel, but impels them to do something uh, about their circumstances. And so I would say in July and August, just be more sociable, get out there, have fun. You're going to feel good. You should feel good, uh, unless mm-hmm. there's something else I'm not seeing. But overall, um, you need to kind of get out more, and I think you will or you will be inclined to in the summertime, okay? Yep, and Karen, right now I would probably take some time to do something fun for you, like maybe an online class or something like that, something that you've really wanted to do for a while uh, until you really get out and start meeting this person. So 
Give us a call. Let us know what happens, Karen. Thanks. All right, we're going to move on to our next caller here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi. Hi. Hi, uh, this is Tammy. Yes, I can hear you. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay, this is Tammy. I'm calling from um, Illinois. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? My birthday is 62871. Okay. And my so, question is, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's for a question I was thinking of. Um, my daughter, she's going through IVF. She, <clears throat> her and her partner, partner last month, I'm sorry, two months ago they had, had tried, and then she miscarried that one. They went again two months later, and that did sorry not take. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so they're going again next month. Uh, just, rem- wondering... just remember, I'm saying there's a possibility of twins coming here, honey. Just saying. Uh, twins? Yeah, oh. good possibility well, be of twins. Yeah, and, and you're, you're a cancer sun sign, correct? Yeah, and she is a cancer, too. Okay. Uh, well, I'm looking at this month right now, and Uranus is doing some good things. It's sextiling your sun, and you're... Thank goodness you're past all those other planets in Capricorn because they're later degrees of Capricorn. Um, I'm trying to look for something in. Well, you got Venus going into Pisces, and it's going to be right at the middle of the month of uh, April. Um, let's see. About. Let me give you a, a date wise here. Between the 10th and the 16th of April, you're going to have Venus. Um, in Pisces, it's going to be trining your sun sign. That's good. Uh, Mercury at the beginning of the month is going to be on your sun sign in Aries. That's good. That's April, around April 1st. So you've got some good things coming up. I'm not saying that they're major aspects, but uh, whenever you find good aspects, always take advantage of the energy. That's the, okay. that's the advantage of, of doing astrology. And there's another thing. I should point out, Joanne, I never actually said this. If people are interested in astrology, but not necessarily a reading, they should mm-hmm. get what is called the ephemeris, E-P-H-E-M-E-R-I-S. And mm-hmm. you can get it at any metaphysical bookstore, and it tells you where the planets are. If you know your chart, it tells you where the planets are in any given day, any given week and month and year going from uh, – 1950 all the way to 2050 and, and maybe even beyond. So mm-hmm. people can look up these things as well and see what's good. That's what I'm doing. That's what I have in my hand right now as an ephemeris. And they can do exactly the same thing. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're only doing the sun sign, but if, you, if a person knew their whole chart and had it with them, they could see the, every planet and where it's at and how it affects them in their chart. Well, Dave, I just want to mention this to you. And, Sammy, thank you. And please give us a call back. Uh, again, good likelihood for uh, twins or multiple births. So she will have some success. So I just want to let you, guys, you, let you know that. So, Dave, I just want to mention that when we do the mm-hmm. moon signs, and I think the moon yep. signs are in for one or two days, their cycle. Yes, and, two and a half days. Yeah. And sometimes I can be here during the middle of the day, and I'll be in a certain mood, and suddenly, bam, I can feel the shift in energy there is either a high or a low. I mean, it's really amazing how the stars and the yep. planets really can impact us. You know what? I, that's a, I just thought of something. What we should do for the next 
um, meeting next month, Blog Talk mm-hmm. Radio, is talk about what it means when the moon goes through the 12 signs. Okay. I mean, it, the moon goes into a sign, and it stays there for approximately two and a half days, and then it shifts to the next sign and so on. Um, mm-hmm. Each time, the moon has to do with your feelings and your moods. So yes. it's very, very apparent to us. I mean, we can feel it. And like you said, it can if it changes from one sign to another, like in the middle of the day, you're going to feel that shift. Oh, yeah. And I can, I can tell what I'd like to do with going through the different moon signs is tell you what you can see it coming up if you have a, the ephemeris or an astrological calendar. They're still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see from day to day what sign the moon is in. And each, each sign has its own particular energy, its, its own particular things that are good for you to do. So I'll give, I'll give you an example. Uh, just real quick, I'll just use one sign. Uh, when the moon is in Aries, when I was working back in the day, I was working different jobs, but things would get kind of uh, backlogged at home, you know, because you're working and you're not taking care of your house and things around the house. Mm-hmm. I would take a day off from work. I'd just take, you know, you get vacation days. But I'd yeah. always look to see when Mars was, or I'm sorry, the moon was in Aries because there's no more energetic sign than Aries. And at any time I picked a day where I wanted to take off and it was, I chose uh, when the moon was in Aries, I always got a lot done during that day. Wow. Because the energy is with you, see, doing a lot of things that maybe or, you know, you maybe have a lot of wash to do or you wanted to paint that wall in the, in the bathroom or you wanted to go shopping for food and you wanted to take the car in to get that headlight fixed or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. do it when the moon's in Aries. I mean, it's probably good in other signs as well, but moon Aries has a lot to do with mechanical things. It has to do with just having a lot of energy to get things done. That's, can, that's it, really great advice. That's yeah. great advice because that actually explains to me why, some, why sometimes I'll sit here and suddenly I am nonstop and I'm getting so much done and I'll look back and go like, wow, yep. you know, that was great energy. So not realizing exactly. it probably was moon and Aries. I think right now we have moon and Pisces. Okay. And that's, that's a really good time to listen to good music, meditate, Pull in, do yoga, uh, let's get involved in any spiritual groups or activities. If you're already in them, this is a good time to get together with those people and do some kind of work like uh, meditating together or doing some kind of hands-on healing, that kind of thing. It's a very spiritual sign, and it's the most evolved sign in the zodiac. That doesn't mean that everybody who has Pisces sun sign is evolved. It's not about, you know, because I'm just talking about the signs per se, not about the people sure. who have these different planets and signs. But yeah, I mean, we could go through. I could go through the signs rather quickly, and tell you mm-hmm. what you should be doing on during that two, two, two and a half day period. It's really Let's good. Do that next month. Good information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sandy, Remind I me love to do it. That. that was <laughs> it. Was so informative. All right. Well, let's go on to our next caller. We want to make sure we okay. still have some people here, and they want to yeah. get a little bit of you, Dave. They want you, Dave. man. 
All right. <laughs> Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi. Hello. Hi. Who is it? They were on there for a moment. And I think they pulled back. Another listener. All right. All right. It's all right. Well, I will go ahead and I'll 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 go back and I'll try you again there. Whoever is hanging on there. All right. Let's see where our next caller is here. Hello, caller. Who is Hello. Where are you calling from? Hi. Hi. This is Shirley, and I'm from Illinois. Hi, Shirley. First hey, time caller. First time listener. Okay. And my birthday is November 22nd, 1961. November 22nd. So you just moved into Sagittarius. You're about a one or two degree Sagittarius. Okay. And what is your question, Shirley? Uh, My question is pertaining to my husband who passed away in August of 2020. I just wanted to know if there was any messages from him. Oh. Uh, You know what? I'm going to turn that one over to Jorianne because that's her expertise. But I'll, I'll look oh, for, in the okay. meantime, I'll look for some aspects for her. All right, Shirley, okay. uh, tell me your husband's name, honey. Thomas. Thomas? Mm-hmm. Okay, I I can tell you this. When I feel his presence, I feel him. Now, again, the way it feels to me, he feels like he was a really great guy, quite honestly. And yes. I also see him um, coming quietly in. I hope you feel him during the day, maybe sitting at the kitchen table or, you know, in the uh, watching his TV or whatever. But I also get him uh, being with you at night. And I don't know, are you still feeling his presence or have you actually ever felt his presence since he was dead? Because he does still come by you, ma'am. Uh, yes, I do feel it every now and then. It's usually at night I do feel it because I'm all right. alone now, so it's kind of like it's difficult. Yeah. Well, that would be him coming and consoling you. The other part is many times, I want you to think about this, many times when we're resting, we're taking the ego consciousness part of our uh, our consciousness and we're putting that to kind of rest and to sleep. And you, it, you're in this twilight state many times. So that's an, uh, a time where you may feel our dead relatives or be a little bit more aware of them when the judgmental ego part of your consciousness kind of quiets down. So then you're not judging okay. that you know that your husband is there, okay? I also, okay. I don't know if there was anything around the the heart or the lungs, but I'm feeling something around breathing or lungs. I don't know if that makes any sense to you right now. And yes, he had lung I cancer. Also, he did. I'm sorry. Very sorry for that. Um, the other part, I am hearing him say either, I think it's like a happy birthday, either to you or somebody else right around you. So... And that would have been a birthday. I'm not sure if it's anniversary, but just past or just coming. My sister's birthday is coming up. Okay. All right, so I'm hearing the mention of the birthday. And you know how dearly he loved you, correct? You, I mean, you know how much he loved you because this man truly loved you. Yes. Good, good. Yeah, because I, I just feel him with this overpouring gratitude, um, you know, I'm not, did did you ever, did you give him back rubs a lot or did he give you back rubs? Because I'm getting this massaging kind of thing going on here. A little bit of both. We kind of, you know, helped each other out that way. Okay. And then was, was he very good to you at Valentine's Day or did you guys make a big uh, 
a big oh, yes. celebration. He was always good to me on Valentine's Day, birthdays, everything. That's what he's showing me, ma'am. He adores you. Uh, you guys are true soulmates. Uh, you guys have been together in past lives somewhere around the uh, kind of wild, wild west days, um, early California days. I've got goosebumps when I talk about this. I know you guys were together then. I can see pictures. And um, I'm hearing like the stupidest thing, rootin' tootin' cowboy, which I don't, I don't <laughs> know if it has any meaning to or not, but I'm hearing something fun like that. And um, and he would have done anything for you, Shirley. Yes, I believe that I would have done anything for him. Yes, ma'am. And he, whatever services you did for him, he truly loved those. Whatever it was, I mean, he appreciated what you did at his um, his celebration for his death. I'm good. I'm glad. I just want him to know that I love him. And just yeah. remember this, you're going to be with him again, you know? Yeah. Um, yes. The person who passes is absolutely in heaven. I mean, they're just having, yeah. they're just feeling really good. And when we cry for our loss, for our loved ones, we're crying for ourselves because of our loss. And that's totally normal. That's just to be expected. I mean, I went through the same thing. I lost my wife last year. And I'm happy for her, you know. I mean, I'm still going through the pain of loss. I mean, when you lose somebody like your wife or or a child, it's something you don't really ever get over, you know. It's it's there all the time. But you just have to keep going on because, and believe, if you, if you have a strong belief in the afterlife, like both uh, Jorianne and I do, and other, many, many, many other people do, um, you know that, you're going to be joined with them again, and that's that's the thing that you're promised. You're going to you're going to get together again. Maybe you'll incarnate together again at some point, or just enjoy each other's company. Do what you did when you were alive. You can do it on the other side. You know, so much. Yes. When we when we die, there's just so much. It's just different. I mean, I can't even explain it because I. It's you know, Jorian. We've talked about this before. We've all been there many, many times, if you believe in reincarnation. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you forget when we're over here. There's that veil. That's, yeah, a forgetfulness. You know, between, yep. Yeah, forgetfulness, which is probably a good thing for reasons I won't mm-hmm. go into right now. But, um, yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going you're gonna to be with him. So, you know, just um, just I know it's hard. Just take it day to day. Get into the things that you love to do and, you know, Try not to, you know, just do the things that you love, and you won't be thinking about the loss so much. Well, Thank you. I appreciate that. Shirley, this is what I'm going to tell you. It, it doesn't matter how long you grieve. The point is your love will never end for your husband, and he will always be there right. with you in spirit. The one right. other thing I want to say for any of us that have lost our, our dear loved ones, John Edwards, the other psychic, has a CD that he created. And that's uh, making contact with your spirit guides and angels. I have um, I have lost a, a husband, although we were di- uh, divorced. He was just my dearest friend, and um, and when uh, after he passed, I had gotten the CD or the recording, and we were. It was very clear. We were standing there talking. Everything was wonderful, and it was a clear, concise communication with my husband. So look that up. Uh, making you know contact with your spirit guides and angels with the psychic John Edwards, 
and that really might help you uh, with your loss. Because I think if people can learn how to that learn that there's no separation really between life and death, we just have to learn how to listen uh, so we can make contact with them, and then the the distancing between us and these two worlds will not be as far. So get that text out, Shirley. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Good advice. All right, Good so advice. let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Are you Hello. there? Oh, yep, there Hello. you are. What's your name? Uh, my name is Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi, thank you. I'm the first-time caller. I'm from Illinois. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Gunning. Welcome. Actually, this isn't about me. Um, this is uh, more in relation to Russia, Ukraine, what's going on in that area. Okay. Um, have you been able to find, like, Putin's birth date, information, anything like that? Yeah, I, um, I, do, I do have his chart somewhere. I have to look it up because uh, this was a few years back, our study group, uh, stargazers, we, that's the one thing I brought to the group. We were looking at Putin's chart, and it's, it's a really good idea now to look at it again because of what, all this that's going on over there. Um, I am going to uh, just tell Jerry Ann right now I'm going to have that chart. I uh, should have it by next meeting just so I can yeah. give you some heads up about what's going on with this chart because this really, this whole war is really his war. I don't think anybody else wants it but him. At least that's right. what it sounds like. But I don't even know. I don't even know what astrology sign he is. I don't even he's know. A, he's a, I believe he's a like Libra. That. I believe he's a Libra. Really? Which doesn't make it doesn't make much. I would have. I would never would have thought it would have been Libra. You know, because that's a. It's no. Be more no. Never. Peace yeah, peace. They're a peacemaking sign. Um, don't don't quote me on that. I have to double check, but I believe he's Libra. Right now, I don't know the rest of his chart. I don't know his rising sign and that, but um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna search it and find out. Well, I, so, all I can say is that I learned from the best, which was you, and so I thought, well, this is a good question for him. So, Aww, um, are you one of Dave's students? I was, yes. What, Laura, what's your last name? Goki. Oh, Laura Goki. Yeah, how are you doing? Wow. Hi. <laughs> wow. Happy belated birthday to what? you, sir. Yeah, from way up north. <laughs> are you and your husband uh, still way up north? Oh, yes, we're still here. We're still on Lake Jurian. You were actually at our house one time, too, way way up in Ingleside. So when you said Gurky, yeah. I was going like, I know who you are. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I yeah. haven't heard from you in a long time. Wow. I know. Nice to hear I from know. you. Nice to hear well, I'll be in touch. I'll, I'll shoot you an email, and we can kind of catch up. Okay. Um, Sounds great. But I thought I should. I, I would. I would love to um, know ac- actually what's going on, and I've not been able to find any of his birth information. So. I'm gonna. I'll search it. You know what you can do, um, if you want to find it real quick, because you know you know how to read charts now. Right? I, I sure do. Yeah. Okay. Go to astrodatabank.com. Astro, okay. A-S-T-R-O, data, D-A-T-A, Astro Data Bank, B-A-N-K. It's all one word, dot com. That's mm-hmm. Lois Rodden's um, website. She's passed away. But in there, you can find just about anybody's chart. 
He should be in there. Wow. So check awesome. it out. I believe I would be very much surprised if it wasn't in there because he's a major figure in the world these days. So oh, check sure. it out, astrodatabank.com and Lois Rodden, uh, and just, just Google it, you know, and you'll, you'll get on there and you can find out what's going on. With, you'll find this chart and anybody else you want to find out, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. sounds very cool. Sounds very yeah. cool. And My Laura, love to you, Dave. You too, Laura. Yeah, nice and Laura, if you, you ever want another psychic house party, let me know. I certainly will. I certainly will. You be well, guys, okay? Thank you so much yeah. again. Right, and and Dave will be in touch. Okay, thanks a lot. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Now. Bye. Way too much fun, Dave. How do you like that? Yeah. And that, and that is Lord just another reason. Yeah, another reason why people should come and take your psychic, excuse me, your astrology classes, because here Laura is a student of yours. She knows exactly what to do now, how to look things up. And, yep. uh, and I'm telling you, Curiosity is peaking for everybody around uh, around Putin. So, oh yeah, everybody wants to know what to, if, if I'm thinking that every astrologer right now has got his chart and looking at it. Oh yeah. Or or they're oh, about yeah. finding it out. So um, yeah, uh, he's got to be. We have to look at his chart to see what's going on with him. Totally, totally. All yep. right. Well, let's see. We have another wonderful person hanging on here. Maybe another one or two. Let's see who we have. Online, hello caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Oh, you can hear me. Yes. We can hear you. Can you hear us? I can. Well, Good. oh my God! All right, you're so, on. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing. Dave Ananda, are you going oh. funny? It's just Ken Novotny. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Another spring <laughs> client. Yay! <laughs> My friend Ken, the Sagittarius. No, more than that, I played your freaking wedding. I moved you guys into your house. What <laughs> That's else? right. Oh, he my played, goodness. He played with um, his Power. friend, and they played clarinet, and they did a wonderful job at our wedding. Clarinet, oh. flute, saxophone. Yep. We had his yep. wedding at his house with him and... Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did, yeah, we had our wedding in the backyard. Yes, sir. Um, All right, well, happiest happiest day of my life. Yeah, it was a wow. good day. It was, it was sunny yeah. and beautiful, and you had everybody there. It was a lot of fun. And, yeah. Yeah, and if you want to hear a good story, Dave's like, okay, so you've got to get the time that we say I do. you got the time, right? I'm like, yeah, i got my watch right here. <laughs> <laughs> you need the time of the wedding. So you knew exactly when the marriage started. Yeah. So you can uh-huh. do the chart. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, That's my the goodness. time. That's the birth of the marriage. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Astrology through wow. and through from the Dave man. All well, right, Nanda. Two, two fire signs right in a row that I know. That's that's very interesting. Yeah, that's well, Laura, I believe Laura's a Sagittarius, or uh, Aries, I believe. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll and, call and, her back. Ken, yeah, right. <laughs> Ken's a Sagittarius. So and he's yeah. a he's a live wire man. This guy's got a chart you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. All right, so so I'm gonna so, do it, Dave. So on the bright side, what's the bright side of everything you're finding with all the charting stuff we're seeing here? I mean, with the the war in Ukraine, or what? Is that what you're referring to, or just in yeah? Let's look, at the, let's look at the look at the charts and turn the angle. You know, we've got we already know where we can find the dark stuff, the way things yeah. can go sideways, ground war, mm-hmm. blah blah. But what's the bright side? Because Dave's capable of finding both the dark and the light. 
the gift well, to the master. So the nice. thing that has to be done, and you know, I've been reminded of this uh, by our callers, uh, is I'm I'm going to have to now get off my butt and look for um, Putin's chart because it really is it centers around him. I mean, he's the yeah. one that wants this war. I mean, have you ever seen those shots of him where he's sitting at a table? And all of his advisors are at the very far end of the table, and about 20 feet down the road, there's Putin sitting all alone. Hmm. This guy sounds like somebody who's very, very suspicious of everybody, and he doesn't trust anybody. He doesn't even trust his advisors. And, you know, I just think that's very odd uh, that this guy's made this. I don't know if he – maybe somebody has oligarchs are in favor of this war. I don't know. There's so much we don't know about the Kremlin and, and Soviet mm-hmm. Union, or uh, not Soviet Union, Russia. Uh, yeah. So we really need to look first at his chart. And um, mm-hmm. Jory Ann brought up a really good point just a moment ago. If, it, if in some way we can find the chart of Ukraine when the government yeah. was when, – when that came into being, you know, like when they form their constitution or whatever it is they form, uh, that would be the beginning of their chart. Now, I have no idea what that is. Maybe somebody else has it. I probably, I'm sure there's some astrologers now that already have that information. I would want to look at that. And mm-hmm. we were talking earlier about the chart of the United States. There's some um, a T-square that's being formed by Neptune opposing its natal place squaring Mars, which is a little bit disturbing uh, I okay. talked about this a while ago, and I was telling my group uh, just the last month that this uh, is very suspicious and looks like we could be in a war soon. And that was during the time when they were all lined up around the border, and all these people in the group, and they, these were really reputable astrologers, they all said, uh, I remember, you don't know these guys, but John and Kevin and Mary, they're all saying that, no, 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 it's just, He's just, uh, and I'm not putting them down. I love these guys I love. I mean, they're all great people. But they're all yeah. saying the same thing, that um, Putin, um, he's not, he's just saber-rattling. He's not going to attack Ukraine. Right. You and said, I said that. Yeah, and I said, like, what? They're already dying up about 100,000 soldiers on the, on the borders. That in itself costs a lot of money. So it looks imminent. And they were, every newscast was, every station Every news station was talking about the fact that we're going to be in a war. It's imminent. And sure enough, mm-hmm. it happened. But I'm just sure. concerned from the standpoint of the U.S., is this going to be something that we get dragged into again? And are we going to be sending troops over there d- down the road? I mean, this. I hope this doesn't escalate into something uh, really, really bad. But this guy's got to be stopped. That's all there is to it. Well, I mean, so anyway, another angle. Like, yeah. From another angle, though, if we look at if we look at Putin and um, Ukraine and Russia and their charting, and we look mm-hmm. at um, perhaps, and I'd be curious once you get a hold of this chart because I, I I'm tracking it down now. Looks like mm-hmm. October seventh, nineteen fifty-two, nine thirty a.m. St. Petersburg. Okay. Um, so thirteen degree fifty-six on Libra. Moon yep. is uh, two degree fifty-five Gemini. Mm-hmm. He's got a mid an ascendant uh, three degree twelve on Scorpio. And okay. um, I'm scanning Uranus, through here, just trying. Uranus yeah, would be in his seventh house. In I'm Taurus. looking. Let me go find it. Yes, he's got Uranus seventh Taurus, 
um, no, Evan Ken, Leo. Ken, Ken, hold on a second. We got to move on because we have other callers. Oh, yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I'm we, curious we'll if there's that. a bright side on this with Putin coming out and doing know. what he's doing. Is there yeah. something in the charting that points to maybe this is the beginning of the end, where we see the dismantling of one of the major superpower nuclear weapons where the rest of the world just – where is the rest of the world in the charting of this? Where they yeah. say, you know, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Clearly, right. if I, anybody I pushes say, one button, we made a mess. So yeah, I think I'm curious gonna, if there's stuff in the chart there for that. I hope we're seeing something that will dismantle him in a way. I mean, just get him out of office somehow. Because I don't think he has the backing of his country. I really don't. No, we've uh, talked. Yeah, you were talking about either. that. Yeah. All right, we got to move well, on. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. All right. Ken, Dave, it was great hearing you. Dave, love talking to you. You take care, brother. We're going to talk soon. Okay. All right. Love you, man. Thanks for the love call, you too. Ken. Thanks, right, Ken. Take care. Jerry, and if you ever met this guy, you'd love him to death. He's great. Oh, he sounds wonderful. He sounds He's a wild really Sagittarius. like a great character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I want to tell I want to tell the people too. Um, one more time, Dave. How can people contact you? Whether it's be, going to become a member at the Theosophical Society, whether okay. they can uh, take astrology classes from you. You know, here yeah. we've got Ken, we've got Laura, you know, Carol. Uh, these are all people yeah. that wow. um, that have Three been with you. Tonight. I mean, look at these yeah. are all your people coming out tonight. I know it's old. It's old time week with me. It's old time <laughs> astrologer week. <laughs> So yeah, it's been that's oh three in a row. That's been amazing. Um, I know, yeah, I just, know. Just all they have to do is email me, and they can ask me any question they want. If they want to have a reading, I can do it on Zoom or on the phone. Uh, or if they're close by, I would prefer in person. Although people are a little bit afraid because of COVID nineteen, but I'm vaccinated and I'm boosted, and I don't. I'm not afraid. I I'm, I don't wear a mask when I teach. I have students mm-hmm. that come here and clients that come here. So Astro, A-S-T-R-O, Astro Gunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, at S-B-C, sbcglobal.net. Uh, that's where Beautiful. they can reach me. That's the fastest way for them to meet me or, you know, get a hold of me. And we can talk about what they want or if they want a chart read or if they want to know more about Putin or whatever the case may be. Um, I'd be glad to answer any questions. Beautiful, beautiful. Yet I want to say I'm still doing my psychic house parties all the time, and I'm doing the six feet uh, distancing for the COVID safety thing. So, you know, yeah. anything is still possible, and um, and I still, you know, I still believe too. We all have to still be out there and have our immune system keep building a healthy immune system as well. All right, so we've got Absolutely. another caller here. Let's see who we have online. Hello, caller. Are you there? Caller, hello. Hello. Are you, Are you there, caller? I guess not. All right. I think a listener. All right. They're just either they're either just listening in or they're friends of mine. You know that seems to be this That's week. Right. <laughs> Every week there's friends of yours calling all the time. It's about time some of my friends call in. I know, darn it, right? You're too funny. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I know that we are having, uh, like you said earlier, Dave, we've got some very interesting things happening around the planet uh, that's really coming up. So I think um, everybody, I know on 11-11, it used to be for years 
that all of the spiritualists would get together and pray for the planet, pray for the healing yes. of the planet. Yes. I remember years ago I was at my friend's house and we were doing some spiritual work, and I literally saw a whole different group of angels coming into the planet. They were more powerful yeah. angels. Uh, yeah. So some of the angels left, the other ones came in to protect our planet. And I think right now is a really good time for everybody really please get into a state of prayer, ask God to come in, all the healing angels to come in, and yeah. um, help you know, help yeah. with this war thing. With I just yeah, think these changes are coming. Let me tell you one more thing, because this is, this is important, and I, uh-huh. I was looking at it earlier. Um, we have a, a major astrological event happening uh, in, the, in the Zodiac on April 12th. Uh, okay. Jupiter and Neptune are both going to be exactly conjunct in the sign of Pisces, which, by the way, Jupiter co-rules Pisces, and Neptune is the major ruler of Pisces. And Pisces, as you know, Jorianne, is all about peace and love and spirituality, and it's something that we this planet needs. So on April 12th, and it doesn't necessarily we don't, we don't necessarily need to know the exact time. I forget what it is right now offhand, but that would be a good day for people either alone in their home or getting together in a group with friends to send out some healing energy to the planet, because that is a wonderful aspect, Jupiter conjunct Neptune. It's very spiritual. It's very creative. It's very intuitive. It's very compassionate. And that's like, all those things are the things that we need during this time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just so marked my calendar, really, Dave. Peace and love. That's a really good time. April 12th, uh, Jupiter conjunct Neptune. I don't know if they're coming back and conjuncting again. I don't really uh, have to look in the ephemeris and see. But that's when it's initiated. That's when it starts. So April 12th, keep that in mind. Mark your calendars. Just do a lot of prayer, meditation, um, sending out good vibes to the planet. You know, hopefully maybe by then um, this war will end and Putin will go <clears> down. <throat> and I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. uh well, it's just time will tell. I mean, there's just I, – I believe – I'm an optimistic person, and I believe that yeah. everything's going to be okay in the end. Yeah, yeah. And that's Jupiter conjunct Neptune? Neptune. Yeah. Beautiful. And you and I are both All right, you guys, mark your calendar. People. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, Dave, thank you once again. There goes a crashing yep. spoon. Thank you once again for joining us, and and we will talk to you in just a couple of weeks. And love, love, love out to all of you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Please come back, and um, we'll talk to you all soon. God bless you all, and Dave, I love you. Uh, thank Carol, you. I, I love, love you. Too. Okay, Ken, I you love you. Have a wonderful week. Care, care, uh, Laura, I love you. Thanks for calling in, guys. And Ken and everybody. Yep. Yep. <laughs> everybody now. else too. All right, talk to you later. Bye. All right, bye now.